Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Frosty Banks Show. Here, you're going to have some fun rhetoric happening your way of this enlightenment of the day. I have somebody dear to me. You know what? I'm just going to say this. I'm a, it's different how I bring up and introduce people. And it's, it's, it's vastly different because this person, he is very special to me, right? We went to high school with Chuck. And he taught me how to become resilient. He taught me to be myself. He, yo, he's a DJ. He's a cinematographer. He does photography. Man, he has that magnitude that can draw people in. Because a lot of times, that's a tough burden to bear. Because when you come into the room and you demand it by its by its own entity, you know that's what Leos do. That's what we do anyway. Facts. Let me tell you something. His birthday is literally right after mine, and this is how we kick it off. He will call me. It doesn't matter any time of the night or the day. He he called me and said, "What's up, bro?" And he ushered my Jesus year so wonderful and blessed me and dropping jewels and then my god hit the same thing because last year and you know we we rocked it out we went to various different places this man is my boy one of my best friends mr dj clutch himself yes sir yes sir man Bless up, family. Bless up. Peace, kings and queens. What's up, bro? Man, how you living, bro? Man, I'm living life like it's golden, man. One day at a time, you feel me? Bro, you a king, man. You a king. Look, look, man. Look, man. Look, man. Look. I'm just doing my part. That's all I'm doing. Doing, doing my own part. That's man, it, you a man. king in my eyes, man. You a king in my eyes. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Respect. You, man. You out here with a whole show. Me, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's nothing, man. This ain't, man, compare. Frosty. Look, 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 look. Look at him. See, <laughs> See look at him doing this. Because he's trying to, you know, put me on my own <laughs> hot train. This man, look, this, this is a humble dude. You know what I'm saying? Because most people, you got to come correct when it comes, comes to us, right? Because <laughs> we will uplift each other. And we give each other compliments and we find out other things about each other. It's like, no, nah, man, it's all about you, bro. I know, but I'm here to celebrate with you. Oh, man, let's do it together, bro. You already know. Because, like, the things that we do, man, it's it's unparalleled. Because I'm just in awe of you. Because every time when we link up, we do stuff, then I find out something new. Hey, did y'all know this man makes tracks? <laughs> oh. I'm out here just being a team player. Shout out to Epic Fam, my family, Easy Jackson, Jamel Bronson, the whole squad, man. Uh, we just just got started, man. We we on uh you know we at the drawing board, making our way into the mainstream, and uh, he blessed me enough to bring me in as a producer, man. Believe it or not, I just started for real. You just started. Uh-huh. It's been coagulating over the years. <laughs> Coagulate. Let me Come tell you something. This word. man be downplaying his skills so much. And so when it hits, it be like, oh, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> man, stop downplaying yourself like that, man. Part. 
Hey, man, look, again, I said I'm blessed, man. I'm highly favored with these things. And I mean, I just know when I told people I was going to start it, a handful of folks laughed. But I told them, yo, I'm dead serious. And when I put my mind to it, and I actually have the desire for it, you already know, Tori, there's no stopping me. So uh, just taught myself or teaching myself mm-hmm. how to play the piano. Okay. Um, YouTube University, these master courses, these free master courses online. Shout out to Slate Digital as well, uh, where they, you know they teach. Yeah, they teach you the ins and outs, man. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful, man. Just plus, just honestly, man, I'm at a place now where I'm just in a room full of greatness, and everybody there, there's no ego. There's no, you know, cockiness, no arrogance. It's all family, which is why it's called Epic Fam. You know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, I'm in rooms with producers that's been at it. I mean, cats younger than me that's still been at it for years on years on years, just Mm. teaching me and teaching me and teaching me. And I'm grateful, man. I'm always a sponge to it and for it. And uh, prayerfully, man, one of these days, y'all see a plaque up with my name on it. You'll see some kind of Grammy producer award, something. Yeah, one of these days, man, you know, I'm just, like I said, I, I, I'm a team player. I do my part. Mm-hmm. I do it honestly. I do it earnestly, man. And I'm going to make sure that we all come up together. Yeah. Shoot. I remember uh, there's one mantra that we go by. If I eat, we all eat. Now, we all not eat. Get it twisted. Not get it twisted. We're not allowing no freeloaders, but it's a difference where you surround yourself with people that are grinding and that are hungry. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. during that process, you starting to find out how doggish, how beast mode that you are. And then when that comes out, that dog fight, and sometimes you got to let a dog eat. And that is something that I'm very, 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 very highly, very impressed about you because you've been eating for a long time. And I think he just called me fat, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that comment. But uh, I'm going to oh, say I understand. I, I think for that, you know, we came, we come from the same cloth, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Marietta, man. Made a lot of us. Um, for everybody that's still there, still in Georgia, Maytown, Jacksonville, Florida, my hometown, what it is. Currently right mm-hmm. now in Baltimore, Maryland. Was heading in B-more. B-more mm-hmm. stand up. But, um... We all had to learn, you know, to eat off the same plate. We had to learn how to ration it out appropriately so that we all had enough to make it to the next meal. Mm-hmm. And at this point in life, I'm saying, like, I'm at a point where we're all eating, but I have my own plate. You have your own plate. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets full courses now at this point. You feel me? And eventually... We're going to get to that late night snack, you know, oh. time where, you know, you get that random, that random bag out of nowhere, you know, like, you know what? I forgot all about this. Let me insert <laughs> You know, so that's, that's just what it is, man. Like I said, I feel like being humble, showing humility and being honest. That's, that's my consistent way of life. Um, and, and everything pretty much, you know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know, by no means am I Jesus. That's one of my things. I'm not Jesus. I tell people that all day, every day. My name's Will. For those who know me, know me. They call me Jerome. But DJ Clutch, man, like, I'm not Jesus in any kind of way. So, um, yeah, you know, 
shout out. First off, stop everything. I got a shout out to my son, Jonathan Ford, my guy, my little twin, Chocolate Drop Jr. over here in these streets. Okay, um, okay, okay. Got a shout out to my man and, and the queen, Sweet Tea. Uh, uh, hey, queen. What's up, queen? <laughs> you hear Chocolate in the background. <laughs> you know, so, you know, shout out to the family, for real, for real. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm grateful, man, to be here at the show, the Frosty Bank Show. I'm, hey. I'm a mama. I made it. Mama, <laughs> I made it. You can put it on the refrigerator and, and with the oh, signature. Man, let me tell you the so the dopest thing before uh, we get this thing going on. Yeah, yeah. I know for me, uh, a lot of people written me off. Oh boy. And it is so dope that they did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I man, I'm glad that you did because guess what? Your boy is back. Faster. And getting crispier. Bruh, come on. You got a whole show. Come on. It's a whole I'm a feature on your show. You talk about coming back. Well, we here. Like, come on, man. Hey, we gotta do it. You know, it's it's that <laughs> representation that how we do it. You know, factuals. No facts, man. Some you speak wanna, the truth. Hey, some people have a different opinion about how some of these thing is. And what I love, love about myself and the transition I'm going as I'm growing to do like many other platforms that we I discuss with you privately. Yeah, that it's gonna get greater. It's not oh, getting better, but it's gonna get greater. Greater. That's good that's stuff. That's what's man. gonna set me different because I'm always thinking about uh, what sets me different from other people. And it's me. Because, you know, you can talk about the same subjects, right? but I try to give things that what matters to me that should be always ringing on in your head. Yeah, yeah. What I want to know from you first is what sets you apart from other DJs? Because we know there's many DJs around, but what set hundreds of thousands of us um, from everybody else? I think my answer is borderline cliche, but it's honest. The difference between me and other DJs is my customer service. Ooh, talk about it. Um, customer service, man. I've been in that field a good 20 years of my life via my work life and stuff. I'm grateful that I haven't had to clock in for no one in some years now. Mm. But every bit of DJ and entertainment, uh, my photography, mm. uh, music production, it's all customer service. Um, we just get out of the way of using the word customer. I don't, I don't have customers. I don't, you know, I have clients and I have family. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I give a piece of me in every aspect. When I DJ, I don't have a big entourage, one man band. Um, when I'm on a microphone, I'm, you know, talking to the people, not at the people. Ooh. I'm listening to the people. You know what I'm saying? When people come in the door at events that I'm a part of, even if it's in a club, Mm-hmm. You know, I'll play a song that's like five minutes long just so I can get out the booth, go down to the people as they come in and, hey, my name is DJ Clutch. I got y'all on the music tonight. What kind of vibe are you in? What kind of feel, you know, you got going on right now? I want to build that relationship and that rapport. And so when it's actually time to really start jamming, I have your trust. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the type of DJ where, look here, especially in the 90s music, I will be on the dance floor, <laughs> right in there with you, in the gut of it, mm. battling somebody. I don't care if I know I'm going to lose. I'm out there, <laughs> you know. Let me play BBD Poison on a, a Rob Bass It Takes Two. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't help myself, man. And I feel like that connection is what's kept me alive, my career alive and relevant, man. Um, I'm not a celebrity by any means. Do I have a buzz? Absolutely. But I'll never consider myself to be a celebrity. I get in trouble for it. I, you're like, who don't you know, Clutch? But that's because it's not necessarily... They just remember the song selection. They remember me. Yeah. You know, the DJ himself, not just the music conductor, but the DJ himself. I, I am an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I try to do every every single time. I go live. I go, you know, at an actual event. Whatever form of entertainment, I do my best to, to make sure I stand out that way. Man, that is what's up, man. Because... Work. Man, I seen some of your stuff that's on during this whole quarantine on YouTube. You be throwing down like <laughs> big people who be doing it. And I was like, hey, and then it's so special about it. You're just, it's like you was like, okay, they doing this mix. Hey, I got you mixed during the day. You can yeah. be in it in. The next thing you know, oh, he takes a couple of hours off, y'all. And the next thing you know, he comes back. Hey, why you eat? <laughs> <laughs> and you be like, oh, I'm gonna throw. Then, what I love, I think one, I forgot which one it was. I promise you, you did a mix, and I love this mix and how songs used to be on the radio, where yeah. you're in the club and it's just like you getting bumping and bumping. Then he just switches to the love making music. Oh man, I gotta, it, I gotta throw my R&B in there. And then every, and it's, it's like how he did it because it's the music in the R&B '90s. See, we already know like the music is different from now. Right. Versus then, but it was just something everybody was like, oh, yeah. And I got sappy and I was like, it's a nostalgic feel. <laughs> um, but I, I can't do it without banging out some RB, man, because I feel like, first off, and it's no offense to any artist out right now, mm-hmm. 100, you know, it's no offense. I, I please want no one to take offense to my words for real. But RB is not, okay, it's so lowercase right now compared to the capital R&B we used to have, you know. Our parents' music, man, we used to think it was boring as a, you know, as a child. But when you hit preteen to teenage years, you're like, okay, hold up now. Hold up now. I understand what they thought about here. Hold up now. You know, and then when we get into that point, you know, every um, generation, we all turn into that old head. And I'm definitely in old head mode, you know. And I don't knock. see over here. Right. (laughs) I'm not knocking. As a DJ, you know, I listen to everything. Mm -hmm. I don't, I I never knock, okay? I'm I'm not a knocker. I just don't relate to everything that's happening. I don't relate to trap music right now. I don't relate to that stuff. That's not the life I live. You know what I'm saying? The stuff I've been through in the past, you feel me, but... I don't relate to that stuff and it's nothing that I would like to truly share with my son. Yeah. You know, and that's just my personal opinion. As a DJ, I get to, you know, actually help mold my son's ears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the era, you know, the direction of real music. So when I'm doing my lives, especially on Facebook, shout out to my Facebook family. 
Yeah. We go, and I always lose track of time, man. I be like, I'm going for like 30 minutes. Three hour mix. Starting I was supposed to cook. I missed, you know. <laughs> oh, man, I'd have missed so many meals and stuff because mm. I'd have been on here with DJ. And the queen was like, well, at least it's good. And she be dancing. Yeah, the you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But yeah, I think, I think it's, you know, I cannot forget R&B, man. It's just, it's the glue for it all, man. Mm-hmm. Without that R&B, for real, for real, you wouldn't have the rest of the music. Yeah. True. And, you know, there's, there's just certain ways to go about it. I feel like you don't always have to, as a DJ, be so technically sound to, you know, find your BPMs, make sure you're, you're you know, decreasing your BPMs in the right tempos and doing the crazy sets. You can verbalize that transition. Mm-hmm. And, and go right into it. Man, it's, it used to work, so you already know. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but you know what? Like I said, this is what sets him apart from everybody else because your musical ear and what you stand on as your own personal foundation. Because there are other probably, there are, and not probably, there are other DJs just like you that you probably haven't ran into. But the right. fact that y'all have that that universal universal bond in the spirit realm and in the auras of the space. Absolutely. So dope because y'all know how to y'all let the other ones run them up. But then y'all is like, all right, y'all cool, y'all cool. But then y'all be like, Big Brother's gonna come on in. Let me show you how you <laughs> might. And then it's when y'all groove and it's just like, because mm. to me, I'm not poking fun at this, but it's just how the reaction is just the DJs that you are and others like you, y'all just like baby face. And this other right. and the other right. ones are like Teddy Riley. Because like this is this is something I remember like one time I went to a club. <laughs> Wait, I started thinking about that verse. <laughs> I'm saying this. I'm saying this. I know it's kind of cliche oh, right. for people on this You're podcast. You're so right, like, though. You're so right. Um, but have you ever? I went to a club where they was playing some nice, good music. It was a blend of the, the like the early 2000s, some of the 90s, and now like some of the radio hits and some of the C cuts. Right. What, right. what really pissed me off was that transition. That oh. transition is that they don't know how to like seep it in. Oh man! And, like next thing you know, it's like they just cut. It be a pause. It's like, and I'm I'm grooving. I make me grind. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like what? Did somebody unplug this? <laughs> and, like, the whole room was just like looking around like zombies, pulling their phone out. But then it'd be like, and then as the the next thing you know, the music is playing, everybody's so zombie. And I was just like, <laughs> what? I'm not, okay, like I said, you can call me old head and stuff like that. It may offend people, but I love to have fun. I love to have a party. Like, if you go, to the, if you go to the World of Frosty Banks, go to my Instagram. There was a, my other podcast that I have is right now is, a, is on high 80s a minute. It's called the Frosty and Boogie Show. We did yeah, COVID-19. Like, we did a, a COVID-19 and we did it behind the scenes. And right. I had my TV going on and I had the lights to change like a club. Cause we was like, hey, this club frosty. We had like <laughs> drinks about on my bar and stuff like that. It was cool. And like the way the mix was going, it wasn't even stopping, it was flowing. And that's why I'm saying right. for people right. like y'all, I like baby face, smooth. It's nothing against 
the folks who like Teddy Riley because y'all be respect, having your respect, own, yeah. y'all be having your own hits and stuff. But when it comes to that transition, instead of like do like a little bit, you can transition with nothing but words into with the right. because it should be easy because all the beats sound the same of this generation, so it should be. Super it's a producer's game right now. That's facts. I'm like, it's it's so heavy bass. I mean, I understand, I understand like look here, the 808, but mm. look here, bro. When I tell you, like, it took me a long while to get out of my DJ ears when I go, even when I listen to the radio sometimes. I'm not the best DJ out there. <laughs> There's so many better DJs than me out there. I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm confident in my work, you know, but I'm not the best. But there are some times when those transitions, oh, man. And one thing about DJing, man, especially when you have a full dance floor, <laughs> when you have a full dance floor mm. and you mess up that one like harsh time, it takes forever, if ever, to win that crowd back. Which is why mm-hmm. customer service is important. Because if I gained your trust before we got to this point, mm. me, when I tell you, bro, anybody that's been to my events, my live events, I say some of the most outlandish, hilarious, downright ignorant stuff. And I mean <laughs> ignorant. I say uh, some of the most craziest stuff on the microphone. Nothing disrespectful, you know. But I'm definitely the type where if I mess up, I will blame it on the first person I see, the closest person that I can point <laughs> to. I will blame it on everybody and their mamas. And, you know, people will laugh it off. And while they're busy laughing... I'm fixing it and moving on to the next. You feel me? Because it's you put it on a show, and that's the best yeah. about it. Because you know how to conduct yourself in all situations. Um, one of my coworkers at um, another uh, one of my jobs, his friend is a DJ. When I tell mm-hmm. you, he sometimes DJ at different malls and the stores, and this brother was cutting it, getting it down. And especially like it comes to the point where he stopped DJing. Pops and locks and goes yeah. flip in the store and go right back. Go right back. And people, and because of that, people come in just to, they like, you know, you have him. I'm going to go ahead and buy this while I'm looking at him. All right. Damn it. I'm like, <laughs> that is key. That is phenomenal. And it's just for y'all to do that showmanship. Because yeah. that right there, I think for some people, it sets you apart is your showmanship. And that to me, I, I have to agree. Um, what? How did that bug get you to be a DJ? Man, I've been. I was born into music for real. Mm-hmm. I was born into it. Um, I caught the bug when I was a kid, bro. Oh yeah, I caught it when I was a kid, being around uncles and old heads again. Growing up with old heads, yeah, because I was that little boy. Looking like, how you do that? <laughs> how you do it? You know, I was that under your arm, this random head pop up under your arm, like, okay, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Huh? You know, and so, you know, coming from, especially being a, a down south, you know, DSGB, you know what I'm saying? The down south of Georgia boy. We the Georgia boy, man. Yeah, that, hey, my bad, you know, my bad. we came from an era of straight bangers. 
Yeah. And that time in life, man, everything, just about everything that came out was a hit, especially when it came from down south. Everything was a hit. So Mm. having the ability, you know what I'm saying, somebody just at a party. Um, My first, like, real gig as a music conductor because I couldn't consider myself a DJ yet. Mm-hmm. Um, friend of mine, one of my best friends, Corey, shout out to Corey Whittison, aka the boy, Corey We did a block party in his neighborhood. Mm. No turntables, no controllers, none of that. We had uh, speakers on the front porch mm-hmm. that were daisy chained to speakers on the sidewalk. And we had an aux cord going from the laptop at that time. And I had like, man, I had like 11 tabs open on Internet Explorer. Okay. Whoa. YouTube. And I mean, like, I was really like choosing songs and I would have one window open playing like, let's just say for the young heads, you know, or mid old heads I had Soldier Boy playing on this window <laughs> right and then the next window I had um, like Young Bloods Damn and then the next window I had Lil John Snap Your Fingers and the next window I had Young Jack is going down and I had like 11 windows lined up mm. and every time one song is get ready to go off I'd start playing the next and I'd fade the volume up as if I was using a crossfader on a mixer. Mm. And so I was mixing YouTube. Hey, you, you were doing what you had to do. That, hey, man. look here. Eight hours on a computer. And I remember, man, when we were done. He was like, bro, you don't become a DJ in like two weeks. I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I mean, I I, I really got into it then and then. uh, Shout out to the Spirit of Baltimore, now Hornblower, um, Mm -hmm. where I was a singing servant at that time. I remember they had some DJs who, you know, needed help ever so often. And so I would write down list of music of songs okay and i would take that sheet of paper and i tell the dj hey play every last one of these songs in the order that i wrote them Mm. parties all the time and so when i got on the boat and started djing on the boat Mm -hmm. on the spirit that's where diversity came into my life as an entertainer because i'm not just djing for black people you know, I'm DJing for the masses. When I say, I mean, you can have 20 different nationalities, ethnicities, yeah. all of that. You can have at one time, and you got to figure out how to get everybody to dance. Mm-hmm. And I mean, together and not in sections. <laughs> that is hard. That is hard. Oh, it was crazy. And I feel like my first, like, crazy successful cruise was maybe like my third or fourth one. Mm-hmm. I would definitely have to say that was like the needle in my vein where like this is like well I can never walk away from DJ because mm-hmm. I live to make people happy mm-hmm. and I got to be myself I get to be myself as a DJ I get paid to be myself yeah. and control the music there's no greater job in the world 
when you get paid to be yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. That bug has only grown, and so I don't care how many other talents and skills and skill sets I may attain, you know, acquire, you know, coming up. If everything goes away, I will die a DJ. That's just mm. what that is. Yeah, I no, sir. I only wear my hats. I only wear a hat that says DJ on it, bro. Man, you let me know when you get that apparel in so I can rock it down here. Cause oh, right, that, bro. Man, right now, as a platform that I created, um, I created a film company. So okay, it's it's phenomenal where my mind has been going because yeah. I wrote and I'm waiting to shoot um, a TV show and also a short horror film. Oh. And, oh, yeah. Oh, Come yeah. on, Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's the raw emotion that I like. And like, it's, it's, it's unfathomable. It's unfathomable how yeah. much you start to put into what you get in. Cause you know, they say what you put in is what you put out. Facts. Uh, like for me, I have this whole podcast for me started off. I want to say it was like as a child. Right. Cause I remember, you remember those little bitty tape recorders you have back in way back in the day in the nineties. Yeah. My yeah. sister had one. The, the joints. Yeah. So you had, yeah. you had those, you have the, the, the big Sony one that had like the little bitty at like a thumb, but it was, <laughs> yeah. it was that. Then you had like the the recorder things, and I used to be playing video games from Sega, the N64, the PlayStation One, and I'd be commentary stuff because at one point I thought it was gonna be a commentary, but I just I just loved it talking to a mic. But then years from now, it's funny. Yeah. And then I was helping out with somebody on magazine that didn't go well, but I still love my photography. And then my buddy was like, hey, let's start a podcast. And then it was like, oh, okay. Now, when we start to do things more for, it's gonna be different because I know the technical side of everything. Right. And that's what keeps me driving because I'm a tech head. Because that's one thing people know is like, oh, you got this in your apartment? Yeah, I'm like, right. don't worry about that. Just know it's, <laughs> it was like, you got too much tech items. But I was like, right. It's me. If I start a YouTube channel, it's going to probably be about techie stuff. But, you know, that's a different side of me. Probably going to be in the future. But I like to explore yes, sir. Uh, much possible things I can. Plan to see. Dude, it's like my very first episode that I dropped. That was actually number five. Sheesh. And so now I have others I haven't even dropped yet because every time the creative space becomes new, yeah. it's it's unfathomable how your brain works and operates in the spirit, how you just allow your, your aura to lead you. You allow the spirit to this, leave it to do something new. And yeah. I, I just can't wait to see how everything you transition. I know we're going to be doing stuff together, but I'm just like... Let's really? work, bro. Let's work, baby. Dude. You know, that's my motto. I'm always ready to work. Dude, I'm, I'm just telling people, I was like, yo, watch out. Because my mode is, I said, man, I just want to flood stuff out. But I'm doing things the right way and just let it flow organically. Um, Man, I have one question for you. And Talk to me. This question is coming from the heart. Okay. Oh Lord. Oh, you know how I do. You know how I do it. Because one thing I learned by 2020, when I learned from uh, a lot of 
when I've been doing like a lot of reading and it's coming from the heart. Yeah. And it's coming somewhere from the truth is what is the best thing that you ever did to smell your own roses? Again, I'm going to say, what is the best thing you ever did for smelling your own roses? Man, that that's such a loaded question. Uh, but it has to be answered. I, I will find an answer. You will give me a <laughs> to seek. Man, that's such a smell my own roses. Okay, why do you think? I got you, I got you, I got you, I got okay, you. I got okay, you. Okay. So, uh, you know me very well. I am not mm-hmm. in any capacity a self-centered or self-righteous or all-about-me type person. Mm-hmm. I was raised in tough times, and I made it through those times. And I feel like that's another reason why I fight so hard, I work so hard, and I'm learning to work so much smarter um, to the point now where um, I say the best thing I could say is um, I put together with the help of my team uh, or our team, should I say, uh, a COVID series. Okay. So this COVID series, it started with a concert. Mm-hmm. Happened last month. Well, happened in June. Uh, well, yeah, last month, technically. Um, the concert was created to continue to you know, raise awareness to, you know, the injustices and everything going on right now in Black America, you know, the Black Lives Movement. And it was also to create, uh, help create a platform for artists, local artists, um, to get on the mic and showcase their abilities, their talents. And when I say, bro, I wore so many hats to get that thing up and running mm-hmm. and I didn't make a dime mm. not one dime everybody else made money all the artists that sang and MCs and stuff I didn't make a dime out of that and I was so excited about it bro it was so mm-hmm. successful that night like when I go live man I could get you know maybe like 40-50 people in my room at one time you know, but throughout the night, I'll have a lot of views. By the time I log out, I'm somewhere between 200, 300 views when I get off. Yeah. You know, but this live, man, Facebook tried to knock us over like three times and we get right back on and we have somewhere up 100 people in the room. Mm. And when we got done, man, that night, I remember, man, we were already at like, I think it was around like 5,000 views before the concert was over raised about man we raised over three hundred dollars that night mm. gave a portion to the black lives matter movement and every all the other artists split the rest equally mm-hmm. um and it was so successful bro like right now we're over eight thousand views okay um and i'm actually now getting ready to work with sweet tea and the team and we're about to do another one now and we're going to do it August 22nd. Woo! And it's going to be part two to the COVID series. You know, our, our COVID concert. We are 
man, we working that. Man. So many things. Me smelling my roses mm-hmm. means somebody in my family, somebody that I just met that became family. Somebody got a chance to eat, man. Um, yeah. and, and we have more folks getting ready to come in, some younger folks that mm-hmm. come in. I mean, they're coming in with some heat, bro. And I mean, like, <sighs> mercy, the talent, bro, that's coming your way is incredible. And I feel like me smelling my roses is equivalent to me seeing somebody come up. I have something for you, and I hope I What's can that? hear it. I can hear it. Now, I'm not a good wordsmith, but if you get okay. a chance, man, you get a chance, just use this, all right? I'm going to work it out. Okay, here we go. Cut my volume all the way up. Oh-ho. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, no introduction is needed. Now, I'm about to bring you up the DJ that know how to give the beat play. Because when he hits with the left and the right, things come, ooh, oh, so tight. From the left mix to the right mix, I'm telling you how it hits. Ooh, your legs start to make that nice, good twitch. It's not no twitch leg. This is not no bird call. This is something that we do because we want to make all the money fall. Because when he comes up with a down to trams, yes, I said trams because everything comes right back around. It's the one and only DJ Clutch. You know he wants to make your body groove ever so much with the whole lightest touch. You better go ahead. Call him the Midas touch. But here we go. (laughs) It's the one and only DJ Clutch. My God. <laughs> get that um, copy written. <laughs> hey, let's get it. And send that's me that sound bite. Send me that sound bite so I can I can sample that joint and put it in the track, bro. <laughs> I'll do it. DJ I'll do it. Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know you already got it. See, this is what we do. See, people, this is what we do. Yeah, fun, man. Man, that's hey, that's the all about it. Fun is love. Uh, just so you know, bro, this is my very first time ever doing a podcast. I had to break you in for the future. <laughs> look, look, let me tell you how this is. This, let me tell you, this is how so special things are just like this. Because it prepares you for the next level. And Thanks. let me tell you, as funny as simple it is, it's like where I live at. It, it's like Fort Knox has to get in. And during when I was on the quarantine, my sister was like, Mercy. You move? Look, she's like, when you move, you going to go to somewhere that I said, no, this place prepared me for when I get that house. So you got to go. <laughs> look, look, you have security to get to the complex. Then you have another gate just to get to my house. Building, yeah, thanks. Hey, step of stones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, I've been there. I know how that, I know how that whole community works. But it's okay. I mean, I'm good. I'm living, you know, I'm I'm blessed. I'm good. You know, tax credit works. <laughs> hey, chill. <laughs> chill. <laughs> My guy. Frosty Banks. Hey. It's always wonderful, man. I thank you. Absolutely. I love you. Tell the queen. Love you too, bro. Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you so much for allowing me to bless your show and blessing my life with your show, man. I appreciate the feature. Real talk. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Peace. My guy. Salute.